Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio. Whatever God called you to do, He'll anoint you. He'll anoint people to minister in various ways. And I'm saying this to you because I think some things are going to happen here before too long, and, and, and I want to prepare you for it so that you'll not miss it. And because you haven't seen something just like that, you see, you, you won't draw back from it, but you'll be ready to move with God. Now, Jesus is anointed by the Holy Ghost to minister. He's anointed to preach. He's anointed to teach. He's anointed to stand in the office of the prophet and the teacher and all of it. He's anointed to minister healing. Spirit of the Lord's upon me because he's anointed me. How God anointed Jesus Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power and power. When the woman of the issue of blood touched him, power went out of him. Power that he's anointed with. What kind of power? Healing power. Healing power. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, Understanding the Anointing by Kenneth E. Hagan. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's message. Very often I've had people to play or sing, and they play and sing the wrong song, just kills it. Just flat kills it. Singers, musicians, learn to worship God in the spirit, not just with your soul or your mind or your physical. Get your spirit sensitive, praise God. I, I was preaching a convention one time for four square folks in Newton, Kansas. Their South Central Convention. I was speaker, main speaker. And one night the spirit, that, that, that spirit moved upon me. I, I can't bring it myself. But I can yield to it when it comes. But music will help you. I said to them, because they had a, a band there, you know, made up of those who'd come from different churches, you know, an orchestra, just like, you know, very similar to what we had tonight and more. And I said to them, you know, strike up a tune. And they began to play the song Mrs. McPherson wrote, you know, preach the word. The anointing came on me and I ministered under that anointing till midnight. I think from about eight o'clock, what was it, son? Nine till midnight. My, you talk about a service. I don't know to this day what I did or said. I just remember the anointing came and know when it lifted. <laughs> Amen. I don't know to this day what I said and what I ministered, but what a time we had. But now if they had played the wrong song, they could have killed the whole thing. Are you listening to me? You see, it's necessary that singers and players of musical instruments be in tune with the Spirit of God as much as it is the minister. And if they're not, they'd be better off if you didn't even have them up there. Are you understand what I'm saying? You'd just be better off just not to have any at all. That's the reason a lot of time I don't want any kind of singing at all because they sure mess you up. And it's difficult to get to going. Now, the anointing Whatever God called you to do, he'll anoint you. He'll anoint people to minister in various ways. And I'm saying this to you because I think some things are going to happen here before too long, and, and, and I want to prepare you for it so that you'll not miss it. And because you haven't seen something just like that, you see, you, you won't draw back from it, but you'll be ready to move with God. Now, Jesus is anointed by the Holy Ghost to minister. He's anointed to preach. He's anointed to teach. 
He's anointed to stand in the office of the prophet, the teacher, and all of it. He's anointed to minister healing. Spirit of the Lord's upon me because he's anointed me. How God anointed Jesus Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power, and power. When the woman of the issue of blood touched him, power went out of him. Power that he's anointed with. What kind of power? Healing power. Healing power. But now then, Jesus didn't always lay hands on people. People didn't always touch him. He ministered in various ways to folks. One time he spit on the ground, made clay of the spittle, rubbed it on a blind man's eye and said, go wash it off in the pool of Siloam and I shall come again and see it. Now why do you think he did that? Because he thought that up, laid awake at night and said, I'm going to try my best to think up something that's different. <laughs> no, no. Just suddenly he was anointed by the Spirit of God. Amen. 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 You see, God will use people in different ways. Right. On another occasion, they bring a man to him that was deaf and had an impediment in speech, and the Bible said he spit and touched that from his tongue with that spit and put the same fingers in his ears that he'd spit on. And the string of his tongue was loose and his ears was open. A man could hear and a man could talk. Now, what do you think he did that? So, well, now, you know, I, I, I spit on the ground Rubbed on it blind man's eye, I'll try it over here and see if it works. No, he didn't make a practice of that. You don't have that many references. He didn't make a practice of doing that. Yet I'm sure that he did it more than what the Word of God tells us that he did it. Now why? Because see, the anointing is there. The anointing is there. Suddenly the anointing is there to do it. When it's done under the anointing, it works. Now several times, sometimes I go along five, six years, years at the time, never, never have it, never have it. But I remember the first time it happened to me, you know, I was preaching right here in the state of Oklahoma, and here came a lady, I found out, asking her, she said she's 72, and she looked like she's about to give birth to a baby. Looked like she's pregnant. But of course, you know, it's a tumor. She'd been operated on over here at Oklahoma City twice. Third time, it'd come back. Doctors wouldn't touch her, said, we feel like you'll live long if we don't operate on you anymore, just leave you alone. You'll probably live another couple of years. She said to me, 18 months have gone, you see this huge tumor. Well, I said, isn't it wonderful? We have inside information. You know, himself took our, your infirmities, bear our, your sicknesses, healing's yours. Yes, she said, that's right, healing's mine. I'll be healed too. Well, I started to lay my hands on her prayer when the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, the unction came, you see. Hit her in your stomach with your fist. Well, a lot of times, humorously, I say, I did. He did, and it did. That tumor just went down like you'd stuck a pin in the balloon, disappeared. That's my first experience along that line. Well, I didn't go around hitting people in the stump with my fist <laughs> just because I had the unction there. You could do it without the unction, nothing happens. Nothing happens, you get in trouble. <laughs> I went along several years, but through the years, several times, some of you have been with me, you know, when the Lord said to me, hit them. I never hit anybody yet without them being instantly healed. And yet I don't do that very often. Once in a while I will, though. Once in a while. I remember Mike Webb here, second year student, and he's also worked with us, you know, and his stepdaddy. We was down, you know, faith creation with us. We was down in Atlanta, Georgia, you know, about three years ago, and, 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 and uh, the Spirit of God led me to call for somebody, you know. Was, I said, you're not deaf, but real hard of hearing, you know, in one ear in particular. And when he got down there, the Spirit of God told me to hit him. Man, I popped him on the side of the head, and, and it popped, you know, like a gun went off. 
And he said later, you know, some people ask him about it. And he said, I have no knowledge. It didn't hurt you. I, it just, I thought he tapped me lightly. But his ear was open. And then I, I don't know why I said it. Suddenly I had the unction to say, run down that aisle. And he just turned and ran down the aisle. Later, and he's been here at prayer and he in school. Later testified. He said, you know, I thought never occurred to me until I got to run down. I hadn't run 20 years. Then we went back to the motel, and later on he was dressing, getting ready to come to church, you know, or the services. And he called his wife to her and said, Look, look, look. And all of his varicose veins had disappeared. <laughs> Praise God, you see. Well, now you can't just tell somebody to run down the aisle and they're going to be healed, but when the unction's there. You see what I'm talking about? When the unction's there. That's not the only way, but it's one way. When the anointing is there, glory to God, it works. Praise God. Now, I believe we're going to see some things over in this area that we haven't necessarily seen before. But I want to emphasize right here, right now, that he said, bring me a minstrel. Bring me a minstrel. When the minstrel began to pray, the hand of the Lord came upon him. The Spirit of God moved upon him. The anointing came upon him. Some way or another, we're missing it yet in this area of the minstrel. I want some of you singers to pray. You folks over in the area of music to pray. I think one thing is that a lot of times they don't realize their responsibility. I think sometimes they just come to church, I mean even the singers, even the choir should be anointed to sing. People don't stop to pray. They just come in from everyday life laughing, talking, you know, and that's all right, we need fellowship. But really that's natural, carnal, it isn't spiritual. Before you minister, you need to take time, singers, to get alone with God. Or take time to pray together and get the anointing upon you, praise God. Like somebody said, it's a black preacher called an ointment. Well, in the Old Testament, they talked about the ointment, which was a type of the anointing, you know. And somebody asked him, said, what's that you keep talking about? What is it? He said, well, I don't know what it is, but said, I know when it ain't. <laughs> I concur with him. Praise God. We may not know altogether what it is, but we know when it ain't. And it's quite obvious sometimes, not only in our preaching, but in our singing, in our ministering, that it ain't. Praise God. There's some other things the Lord wants to show us here. Glory to his holy name. Yes, that's good. Praise God. Amen. Now, you see, we're mighty easy. We're mighty expert on uh, sort of shoving it off to the other fella. But let's don't shovel anything off to the other fella tonight. Let's, let's just take it, you know. Let's be willing to receive. God is wanting to raise up a mighty spiritual army. Hallelujah, in these days. Equipped with his power and his spirit. That he can place his unction and his anointing upon. Seek the Lord concerning your own ministry. Are you where he wants you? Have you got the anointing upon you that you should have to stand in that office? Or are you just a hanger on? got a desire to do something for God but don't know where your place is and think well I'm working for the Lord so that's fine but it's not fine 
Did he call you or did he not call you? Is the anointing upon you? You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month's special offer is the message series by Ken Hagan, How to Be an Overcomer. In this four-CD series, Ken Hagan teaches us that we already possess spiritual tools. He shows us how to use those tools to exercise our God-given authority and obtain our rightful blessings in Christ. This series is just $28. Call now, 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Rama College Weekend. Rama College Weekend on April 20th in the 20th through the 22nd. Again, that's right. This is where you can come and go to a class and just see what it's all about. And uh, and so you can. All of this information is available there at Rama.org too, if you want to know about. If this radio program has blessed you and ministered to your spirit, then we want to hear from you. We're asking you, our audience, to let us know when and where you listen. Email us at partnerservices at rhema.org or call 1-888-FAITH-99 and tell us. If you prefer, drop us a letter. Write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. If we're to remain broadcasting in your area, we need to hear from you. And if you're able, we would ask that you would consider sowing an offering to help defray the costs of this radio program. So call, email, or write us today. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, Understanding the Anointing. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.